I will be reading Romans chapter 7, verses 14 through 25. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. The greatest frustration of Christian journey is discovering discord between their faith and their daily life. In fact, we live two lives, the life of the inner man and the life of the outer man, because they serve two different lords, God and the devil. So we we are striving to win the battle between the two. But unfortunately, most of time, maybe most of people, the devil wins because we are imprisoned in the outer man. 23 years ago, I had decided to give up my life to Christ. And I was so joyful. But soon I discovered the gap between my life and my faith. And I was in despair. I was so disappointed. And I was in seminary to be a missionary. But all my passion was dwindled. Because I realized my double-faced Christianity. Then my father 
gave me a book called The Breaking of the Outer Man and the Release of the Spirit by Watchman Nee. Pastor Nee opened my eyes to see the cause of the discord and the key to victory over the battle. So this book became my textbook for my spiritual warfare since then. So I would like to share this book with you this fall. The fundamental principles and strategies to break the outer person, the body, to release the inner man, the spirit, to live the life Jesus died and lives in us. Next slide, please. Then how all this happened? How all this started? This war? In the New Testament era, people believed a person is consistent with body, heart, and spirit. The body is the outer man, outer person, the physical body, the flesh. The heart is our reason, thinking. And the spirit is the inner person, which is the image of God we are made of. And this is the one who lives eternal life, the inner person. So the inner person loves, the spirit loves the law of God, the law of life, of course. But the outer person, our body, obeys to the law of sin, the brokenness. So Apostle Paul said, For I delight in the law of God, in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. And the heart, our reason, collaborates with either body or spirit, whichever stronger than the other. Like I said, most of time, our body overwhelms our spirit. So our reason follows the body. Who is stronger in you? Who does rule you? The body or the spirit? Desires of sin? Desires of flesh? or desires of God. Next slide, please. 
What Minnie says, our inner man puts on our outer man like a garment. God has placed himself, his spirit, his life, and his power in us. That is in our inner man. What is important? Of course, the inner man. But many Christians care for the outer man and live by the outer man. So no one can meet their inner man. No one knows who truly they are. Because the inner man, the spirit, sends the spirits of others. If their outer man, if their prison is broken, opened. In fact, we are all opened. That's what Jesus did on the cross. Jesus himself, all he did on the cross is break the prison we're in, the outer man, the matter, the problem of our man, the body. But still we, somehow we think we are imprisoned, we are locked in. Today, there are so many inner men, including myself, who are broken. But the outer men do not tell the truth. There's there, so there's no way to help each other. So churches, ministries are crippled. And churches are declining because the outer man of many Christians are not broken. So the inner man are confined can't do much. So we cannot diagnose the needs of a people, needs of each other. I don't know how much of you guys open to each other, share to each other. Your deep, deep sorrow The hurt and damage, so painful. I don't see many Christians, many congregations actually share all their deep issues, even within the church. Then how can we sense the pain of the community, the people outside of this building? We don't know who is suffering. 
why they're suffering and how to heal them. Because the inner man is confined in the prison. We can't see them. So this is importance of breaking outer man to release the inner man, the spirit. That's what we do in ministries. Healing people, the broken people, the inner man. If church fails to break themselves and to release their spirit, it's pointless we're being church here because we cannot change the world. We, can't make, we cannot make disciples. Making disciples means, making people to follow Jesus means we need to change them, change their direction. But unless they're healed, they cannot walk. They cannot breathe. They cannot say, they cannot praise, they cannot be joyful. For a church, are we broken and releasing our spirit and sensing the pain and joy of the people of Ephrata and beyond? Next slide, please. Do you remember Mary who broke the alabaster flask to release the pure nard to anoint Jesus and fill the room with the fragrance. The Bible says the pure nard cost 300 denaries, which is about annual income for ordinary men. It's expensive. A bottle of a pure nard was that expensive. Would you do that? Many Christians, they said, I will. I will. Lord, I will sacrifice my life. I will sacrifice everything for you and I'll follow you. But the reality is we can't even break the alabaster flask. Historian says even the alabaster flask is so expensive, which is the outer man. We would give the pure nard the contents but we cannot break this alabaster flask. We have a contents. We have a pure heart. We have a pure faith and love and everything in us. But our outer man is so hard, unbreakable. So we cannot be released. Would you give up? Would you give up 
this building. To keep your faith. Would you pay millions of dollars to fill Epperda with the fragrance of Christ? Can we? Why not? Is it too radical? Yes, it is radical. But what's important? Remember, Jesus said, unless the grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Right? Unless the seed with the kernel, right, fall into the ground, the people, I believe that Porta is a good soil. Unless we fall into the ground, into the people, we cannot break this kernel. And become life. Remember, we die to live. Not live to die. That's what Jesus said. If we, the outer man, live, that we, the inner man, die. Next slide, please. Why can die? Why the outer man seems unbreakable so hard? Because it is the stronghold, fortress, fortified fortress. Not only we've been building, but also we inherited from our ancestors, generation after generation. We've been building this stronghold. That's our outer man. That's why it's so strong and powerful. And Bible says it is a spiritual matter. Apostle Paul said, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war against to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Once again, Jesus destroyed the stronghold on the cross. We just don't believe it. We just don't trust it. And our strongholds are built 
by our hurt, emotional, physical, sexual damages, bad memories, bad events, failures, broken relationships, become bitterness, bitterness. We've been fighting this war and we've been building one brick at a time and we've built our fortress. The most critical problem of this stronghold is it blocks the light of truth, which is Jesus Christ, which is the Word of God. It blocks it. I don't know anyone been prison. It blocks all the communication, all the connection from the world. So it is so critical being in this stronghold, which is broken already by Jesus Christ. Because sin loves darkness. It is, and sin separates us from God. So it is the devil's strategy, divide and rule. Sin always tries to isolate us from God and the people. This is society today is so fragmented. We can't even get together with family. Right? We're so broken, fragmented. In the stronghold, in the darkness, people only believe the lies of Satan. The perspective of the sinful people. And we believe in it. And in darkness, of course, we are blind. So we cannot see the true images Jesus restored in us. The image of God. So we only assume, even assure that others are competitors, enemies to fight. So our war, the man's war, never ends. Next slide, please. So what's important? What's important to you? Money? Health? Your career? Your achievement? Reputation? Family? You name it. If we gain all of them, but lose our spirit, what good will it be? 
We've been investing all our resources to build our own prison. Because in sinful nature, we feel safe and comfort in the prison. But nothing pitiful than wasting God's time. The eternal time God Jesus gave us in the prison, isn't it? It's like the people of Exodus. They were freed, but as soon as they got into the wilderness, they were longing back to slavery. Because in the slavery, they felt the safety and security. Right? Even God provided them all they need. Friends, Jesus didn't die for you and I to stay in the prison. We were at the court, and the judge was Jesus. And we were sentenced to death. After Jesus sentenced us to death, and Jesus came down to where we were standing and took our position, took our faith, that condemnation on him and released us to live free. But we are striving to go back to be in that eternal fate of a condemnation. How absurd, how ridiculous action people doing. Remember, Jesus died to free us so we can free people In the world, by this truth, which Jesus said, love one another. Yes, we will be in the prison, our body, until we depart from it. But I tell you over and over, we are not of the prison. We are in the prison, but we are not of the prison. You know what I'm saying? We are eternal spirit in the kingdom of God. So we must consecrate ourselves. We must keep remind ourselves who truly we are to the Lord every day in prayer. And working on healing all those hurts, bitterness, damages we got. That's what we call sanctification. And here's a watchman knee praise. He said, Lord, 
for the sake of the church, for the going on of the gospel, for you to have a way, and for the sake of my going on in my own life, I commit myself unreservedly and unconditionally to your hand. Lord, I gladly put myself in your hand. I'm willing to let you find a way to release yourself through me. Friends, we were dead. We were crucified with the Lord. And now we are living, but it's not I live. It's not we live. The Christ lives in us. Christ lives in us. It's not like I'm with the Christ and living. Christ lives in us. Christ lives for me. Friends, the meaning of cross is the breaking of the outer man. On the cross, Jesus Christ put the outer man to death by destroying the prison of our opinions, our methods, our experience, our wisdom, self-love, and everything ours. Without we destroying all these, everything of ours, we are still confined in our prison. We cannot help each other. And accept Jesus as my Savior means trust Him and believe in Him. Believe in the gospel, what Jesus did. So, the inner man, inner person, our spirit being released into the world and do its functions. Love one another. I would like to share with you in this series of sermon all these practical strategies so I hope and pray that we all bless, we're able to break our prison and be powerful, lively, living Christian. So people see you and me. Well, God is real. God is living because of that church, the people in that church. Let's do it.